Episode 3, Time with Trinity. Time is 3 a.m. in the morning. I've been awake since 6 a.m. yesterday. Uh, Don't plan on getting any sleep. It's times like this um, when my brain goes into overdrive and I just start creating a bunch. If you guys could see my phone, um, you would see... (laughs) A whole bunch of beats, a whole bunch of lyrics made that I just haven't put together yet. Um, Everything is just spaced. Nothing's come to fruition yet, but tons of ideas in my phone. Um, You would see ideas, thoughts about certain people. You would see my frustrations listed out. And uh, I'm going to talk about one of my recent frustrations. Um, This... This this uh this podcast here it's supposed to be about my uh my my days of becoming who I really am and being transgendered um mixed with any other thoughts or any other conversations that come to light. Um so with that being said, I'm gonna talk about this past couple of days dealing with being trans. <laughs> um so I came out as trans publicly not too long ago. A couple of months ago and I've just been learning who I am and I've gained the confidence within a couple of months to actually just you know be who I am on social media. Yes, I did Facebook for a while. Facebook was was great. I got nothing but positivity. Um and but but I knew in the back of my head I knew in the back of my head that I would really have to overcome something once I put it out on Instagram. And there, there's a multiple, multiple reasons of why I knew I would have to deal with it more heavy on Instagram versus Facebook. See, on, there comes a time in every social media's um, time and lifetime to where it, it, it loses the hype. So right now, Facebook is for, it's, it's considered for elderly people, for the people who don't really do too much social media. They just go on Facebook to contact their friends and that's about it. So I knew coming out on Facebook, it'd get to everyone I wanted it to get to. Because yes, I wanted it to get to you if you know, if you know me in person, if you know me personally, and you know that I, you saw me come out on Facebook, I did it on Facebook because I knew it would get to you. Okay. Um, this is nothing new. This is, this is not a surprise to me. Um, being trans is not new to me. It's new to everyone else in my life. And I want you guys to hear that one more time. Me being trans is not new to me. It's new to everyone else in my life. Um, when I was over at my kid's mother's house, um, it was for my daughter's birthday and it was for my son's birthday. And for my son's birthday, he had a bunch of friends over. He had his uncle over, I should say my ex-brother-in-law. Um, and by that time, uh, the mother of my kids, she already knew that I was trans. And I told her that I was going to come over dressed in my dressed in a dress, dressed in my outfit, because I was done hiding who I wanted to be. Um, and my kids had already seen me dressed up. And so had she. And she was like, okay, fine. I mean, you know, she's a big supporter. She already has a trans flag up. She's a big supporter. She has... A lot of shirts and everything that says equality, rainbows everywhere, and 
She has trans friends and everything, so she's a big supporter of me being who I am. So she said, come on over. So I went over, and this is months ago. This is like in July. Yeah. So I went over for my son's birthday, and <laughs> her brother came, and I don't think he recognized me. And his wife came. She recognized me instantly. So she lit up in the face, and she was like, oh, my gosh. And she didn't, like, run to me or anything. She didn't even approach me, really. She just I just saw her light up from afar. And then I finally sat at, sat at the table, and um, she goes, she just started talking to me. She didn't know what to call me. She didn't call me, she didn't call me my, my name, my birth name. She just started talking to me. And I was like, I'm Trinity. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, Trinity, Trinity. And then I was like, okay, yeah. And she starts talking to me. And then she goes, so this is new. I was like, no, it's new to all of you guys. It's not new to me. I've been, I've been this way my whole life. Um, I told her I used to sneak into my mom's closet when my mom would go to work. I would stay at home. Um, I would sneak into her closet. I would try on her clothes. Of course, I couldn't fit my mom's clothes. She was, my mom is very blessed in certain ways. We're not going to get on that subject. <laughs> but <laughs> I would try them. I would try on her shoes. I would try on her, her, her bras, her clothes, um, her tops, her dresses. And I was, I felt, I felt like this is exactly who I was supposed to be. Keep in mind, I am, I am anywhere from the ages of 7 and 11 when I'm doing this. So this was a constant thing from when I, when I was 7 years old up until, you know, I moved out the house around four, anywhere from 14 to 16. So, um, but yeah, so I told her that and I said, this is not new to me. This is new to you guys. So uh, once I told her that it hit her like, holy crap. She didn't realize that the person she's always seen on the outside when she used to look at me, it, it was me. But it wasn't 100% who I was. It clicked in her head that I had to hide who I was because even though I was in love with the mother of my kids, I couldn't be in love with the mother of my kids. Because back then, she wasn't really supportive. She, did, she didn't have the knowledge. So I couldn't be in love with my kids and be Trinity. I had to be Ryan. I had to be it. Or else I would have lost her. I would have lost that relationship. I would have lost my kids. I had to ease into everything so much throughout my life. I've always had to be what other people saw me as. I couldn't just be myself. And this is a thing throughout my whole life. Um, so fast forward to the last couple of days of me being trans and me dealing with it. I have, for the past couple of months, I have been open to everyone not hiding it anymore, going to work, going outside, walking my dog, meeting my neighbors. To, to re-meet people is the funnest thing you will ever do, I promise. If you ever be, if, for all my trans fans listening, if I have any right now, episode three, I promise you that re-meeting people is going to be the best part of being trans. <laughs> for, I should just speak for myself, but I hope it is for you too. Because re-meeting people, it's like they you, when you see the light bulb, especially when they don't recognize you dressed up as your true self, when they don't recognize you, and then you re-meet them, and you're like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Trinity. 
or I'm I'm whatever. And they're sitting there like, okay, who are you? And then you just wait. This is what I do. I just wait. I just wait. And either like one of three things happen. Either someone from a distance goes, hey, Ryan, or um, or they, they, they say, hey, Trinity, or hey, Ryan, and I turn and respond to them. And then somehow, some way, that makes the person I'm talking to recognize me. Or someone just, or, or, or they go, excuse me, I don't know who you are. And I tell them, you know me as Ryan. And then it clicks. Or they walk away and they don't know me. And so I have to reintroduce myself again. They just think they met a new person. It's so fun. And I know that may sound mean, <laughs> but it's super, it's super duper fun. Um, it's just fun re-meeting people. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. But um, just being trans for the past couple of days has been stressful. I've had nothing but positivity into the past three days. And I used to read up, and I'm a part of a lot of trans groups, and they tell me how it's, such, it's so hard going to the restroom, and it's, it's, it's hard when you're not quote-unquote passable to be yourself. And I didn't take that with a light heart. I understood because I understand. I, I still get stares, even though I'm passable. I get stares for the people that are that actually can like zoom in. Um, people that pay attention to mannerisms. Sometimes I'm not always I'm not always filmed. When I walk, I'm not always filmed. If, like I haven't learned how to walk when I'm in a rush and be feminine with it. I haven't learned how to always like when I'm taking when I'm walking down the steps. I don't I don't I haven't learned that yet. I'm still heavy foot, heavy footed. I'm still very heavy on my knees. I'm not floaty. Not yet. Not all the time. There are times where I can feel myself and I'm just like strutting and I have my walk down pat and um, everything's good. So I understand how some people would, would fear being themselves. Um, but I've had nothing but positivity until the last three days. And I'm going to, I'm going to stop saying that. I'm going to, I'm going to explain what kind of negative things that I have I have dealt with. The bigger picture, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just dive into it. Well, okay, let me let me let me well yeah, yeah. This this fits. So I am related, and I'm not sure if this is one hundred percent positive, but I've been talking to a cousin. Um I'm gonna have I'm gonna have him on the on the on the podcast soon. I, once I figure out how to do a, a co-op podcast through Anchor. But I have been talking to a cousin, and we have he has been telling me a lot about the family that a I either knew and just decided to like block it out of my brain, or b I just did not know. And we're related to a lot of bigots. <laughs> that has been so hard for me, and I don't mean like well I don't really know personally if they're like super duper bigot, like what level their bigotry is. I just know that some of them don't like gay people. Some of them think that being trans is like stupid and they don't understand it. Are they just automatically, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves. This is another thing I have to, I've, I've been dealing with. I'll get into this later. But a lot of people associate being trans as you're automatically gay. Like, and I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Shout out to all my straight up gay people. There's nothing wrong with being gay. Um, there's nothing wrong with being lesbian. There's nothing wrong with being bisexual. But there are people out there that just automatically assume that, oh, that person is trans, 
that means they like the same sex they were assigned at birth. You understand the problem with that? And if you don't understand, it's fine. I will get into it because that's actually the second thing that I wanted to get into um, with me dealing with being trans with the past couple of days. But going back to my first reason was I'm related to a lot of bigots. And I can't. Don't get me wrong. There's been a certain number of family members that have reached out to me, and I, I want to take a shout out to them. All my cousins that have reached out to me, you know I love you. And I hope that in our messaging that I don't come off too abrasive or too angry or because I'm not actually, I'm not angry um, when I ask questions about our family, when I, when, I, when, I, when I try to reach out to you guys for advice. I'm not angry. Um, when I ask questions, I just ask questions from my understanding. And what I try to tell you guys, I just try to make sure you understand because texting can come across um, and not have the, 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 you won't really understand what I'm trying to say in a text. So I try to make sure I over explain a little bit or I overemphasize certain things to where we all understand. But yeah, that's another thing I've been, I've been dealing with. Just coming to terms or learning that a lot of bigots in my family and here's the thing i don't think people understand that you can you can love a lgbtq plus person it's it, 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 it's it's just like racism right like look hear me out okay so i have a lot of white friends and a lot of them say i'm not racist i have black friends we've all heard this before we've all heard it right I always take the time to tell them, okay, but you need to understand that your one or two black friends, they don't represent all black people. So if you love your one or two black friends, that's fine. Love them. Love them with all your heart's content. Love them. I understand. But you can't take your love for those two or three people and then try to say you love all black people the same. Because I guarantee you haven't even met the majority of black people in, a, in your city alone to be able to say that. Your only black experience are your, are your two to three black friends and what you see on the media, on the movies and in the music and in the music videos. That's, that's all you know about black people, you know? So you kind of have to watch it. And that goes back to saying, I love my gay, lesbian, bi, trans, queer, plus relative, non-binary relative, asexual relative. Great. You love them. Great. You respect and you honor them. But that does not mean that you have an all-around love and understanding for the rest of the community. And this is something that I fear is a bigger issue than we're actually paying attention to. Because I'm not saying that I have family that say, I love such and such person, even though they're gay. Um, but what I'm saying is, I have family <laughs> that say, I love such and such person, even though they're this, even though they're that. But then turn around and still talk crap about the community. I do not understand. You cannot say that 
that you why, like I mean okay hold on why is it that you can just love one person and then turn around and not love the rest of the community is it because you don't have ex- personal experience with them is it just like my race my my unknowingly racist white friends are you unknowingly a bigot to my my community folk are do I, I mean does it really make you feel that uncomfortable to just accept people for who they are I mean, okay, look, (sighs) I'm jumping all over the place, okay? That's one of the things I've been dealing with, okay? So, like, look, I love everyone in my family unconditionally. I moved away from my family because, A, I wanted to raise my son outside of the ghetto. Yes, I am ghetto-born, ghetto-native. Islos, born and raised, born in Islos, First of my life in East Los Angeles, raised on the West, Mid City, LA, Compton, Inglewood, Watts, all that. Got family everywhere. Um, but I moved away just so I can raise my kid outside of the ghetto because I was raised in the ghetto and I didn't like it. If that makes me something negative, uh, so be it. I accept it. It's fine. It's whatever. I don't care. <laughs> what mattered to me was my children. And any parent that listens to this or any any parent that doesn't listen to this and you ask them this question, they will tell you, I would do anything for my kids. Even if that means moving away from family. And if you can't get with that, I'm sorry. But back to lecture I have. Um, second thing that I have dealt with with being trans is coming to the realization that that I'm not the prettiest girl out there. <laughs> And trust me, I'm pretty. I like me. I'm sexy. I mean, I need to do something with my hair because I don't know how to do hair, but I'm pretty. People are attracted to me. I get it. But there are times where I'm walking down the street or I'm driving my car and I turn to my left or I turn to my right and there is this just, there's just this stunning cis woman. And I am like, how sway? <laughs> Hell, sway. I wake up every morning. I do my sit-ups. I do my my crutches. I I I I I plank. How do I not look as pretty as her? I want my hair. And then the 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 funny part is the funny part is once if I interact with these women, if I just start having girl talk with them or just talking to them in general, like once they realize I'm trans, that's when their eyes light up and they're like. Oh my goodness, you are so pretty. And I'm just like, okay, is that real? Or is that just like a sympathetic, (laughs) is that a sympathetic compliment? Because I don't, because I'm not as pretty as them, but I'm being brave. I don't know what to believe when it comes from cis women. You know, I mean, I have other other trans women tell me, no, you are drop dead gorgeous. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And my ex-girlfriend told me that because I, I was only riding with her for one day, for 24 hours. After that, I told her, hey, I'm trans. My name is Trinity. If you don't want to be with me anymore, I definitely understand. Luckily, she thought it was extremely hot um, and she decided to stay with me and she decided to teach me things and everything. And she told me that I am gorgeous. So it's like, it's a, it's a, I don't know, gift and a curse kind of thing, I guess. Like, I take it everyone, like, even, even with cis men, you can be super gorgeous, I guess. Like, you can look really good. 
but then there's always going to be another guy. There's always going to be another guy that hits the gym harder than you, that runs faster than you, that has better hair than you, that has better skin than you. So, I mean, I guess being a trans woman, as pretty as I get, there's always going to be the next pretty woman. And I guess I just need to deal with that. That one's light. <laughs> that was a light issue that I've been dealing with for the past couple of days. I, think I keep running into these pretty women. And another thing is I don't know whether to hit on them or just become their friend. Maybe I can do both from now on because uh, oh you know what that wasn't even what i wanted to talk about we're gonna add another we're gonna we're gonna add another four we're gonna add another we're gonna add four things that i've dealt with um the other thing that i've dealt with is what i talked about a little bit earlier i touched a little bit bases on this just because i'm trans it does not automatically make me gay in the sense of so this is where I think it comes from. I think a lot of people that don't understand what transgender is, I think they confuse it with transsexual. Um, and I may I may be talking incorrectly. I'm not really too proficient in the in the terms, but I try. What I think is people know me as a guy. Okay. People know me as a guy. So I think that. Automatically, the cis world takes transgender, and in their brain, they go, okay, this person was a male or a female before they came out as trans. Literally, they know we've been who we are the whole time and just been hiding it. But from, we're talking from their perspective. They go, okay, this person was a, in my, for my situation, they go, this person was a male, and now he's turning into a female. So from their perspective, their little measly perspective of cis people, they think that men have to like women, and that's it. Our women have to like men, and that's it. So if I'm going from being a man to a woman, then I have to have sex with men. I have to have sex with men in their head. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They don't ask questions. They don't ask for understanding. They just automatically assume that that is the norm. There's a couple of reasons why I don't understand this. Okay. Um, one thing is, you know lesbians exist. You, if you say you understand what transgenderism is, then you know that I could be a lesbian. But in your cisgendered head, you're so afraid of anything different from male and female relationships that in your automatic brain, you go transgender equals gay. Oh, crap. Ryan, our trinity, is now having sex with men 24-7. She's just bending over and taking it from all men. You're not, you're not, you're not asking for her. Now, don't get me wrong. I have always been pansexual. <laughs> I've always been able to do what I do when I do, as I do what I do, how I do it. You know what I mean? Always. But that doesn't, okay, my problem with it, my biggest issue with that situation is that I don't like the assumptive behavior. I don't like the assumptive thoughts. I hate the assumptive thoughts. It really grinds my gears. 
Like, who the hell are you to just automatically assume I'm only having sex with cis men? Like, I mean, damn. Is that just like a part two of the trans battle? Is that the sequel? Not only am I now fighting to be myself, I'm fighting to decide to have sex with who I want to have sex with. Or I'm, I'm defending um, the negative thoughts in your head about who I am sexually now? Damn, who gave cis people the right to judge? And I love cis people. <laughs> but I'm telling you, your thought process, most of your thought, not, and I'm not speaking to all cis people, because there's a lot of cis people out there that just, they, they, they can sit down and school me on me being trans. And they know everything, the terminologies, they know the thought process, they know, they know what I'm feeling more than what I'm feeling, more than I know what I'm feeling. But for the ones that are just out there just making assumptions, please stop. And, and I want to say one thing before I move on from this subject. If you don't know someone is trans and you ask them out on a date and you end up falling for them or you just end up liking them and then they tell you that they're trans, the damage is already done. You've already kissed them. You guys have already groped. I'm pretty sure it's 2020. Everybody hoeing. The damage is done you might as well open up your brain and be like, okay, well then shit. <laughs> One thing I'm tired of seeing is, is, is stories about, oh my gosh, I met this guy, or oh my gosh, I met this girl, and it's everything, and it's awesome. And then I had the conversation, and they totally blew me off. Like you're, and I'm not telling you who you should like or what you should like. I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying is if, the, if, if you already have feelings for said person, why are you shutting them out when they tell you that they're trans? That is the worst thing you can do. Not even to the trans person. It's the worst thing you can do for yourself. You're literally shutting yourself back in a hole that you were already out of. Uh, that's another topic for another day. The main thing that I had to deal with was being trans. Trends, not trains. <laughs> Although I'm down for a train. Anyways, no. The main thing that I had to deal with the past couple of days with being trans, and this one hurt my heart. This one hurt my soul. I didn't know what to do for a couple of hours. I was like, oh, my oldest relative came at me. One, because I was doing music and I was promoting myself. And he got tired of getting my notifications. So he came at me about that. And then out of no, I mean, out of the blue, he said, I don't care if you're gay, man. And I was like, what? No one was even talking about my, 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 my orientation or my gen. We weren't talking about that. That was not the topic of discussion. The topic of discussion before I, 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 um, get cut off here because I'm about to hit 30 minutes. <laughs> the topic of discussion was my music and how he was tired of me promoting myself so much. So why did he have to come at me like that? So then I tried my best to explain to him that, hey, from your knowledge, I'm not gay. I'm trans. I'm turning from male to woman, to, from male to female. 
There's nothing wrong with me being myself. Why is it that me being myself is a problem for you when you're my family? Why is it that I'm getting more support from random people that I do not know? I do not know these people, but they're embracing me way more than you are, and you're my family. I, I will never understand how this happens. This happens with hobbies, music, passions. Family are the worst. I'm not saying all family, but I'm saying the family that don't take you serious. The family that, that literally just looks at you and be like, oh, this isn't real. This isn't, this isn't him. This isn't her. Yada, yada, yada. And then they just make up things in their head. And instead of talking to you about them, they just go on these rants when they see you. And it's like, what? Calm down. So anyways, I'm done talking. Um, I may have to download the app so I can talk longer. <laughs> but anyways, this has been Time with Trinity. This is a straight up episode. I don't have any music for you guys. I don't have any any fancy uh, other subject other than th this is a straight up talk about being trans. I think every every couple of episodes, I'm just gonna have a straight up trans talk. Um, thank you for your support. If you're listening, um, if you want to DM me, um, Trinity Moon Music on my Instagram, Trinity Moon Music, just like it sounded. Hit me up, and we can talk. Thank you so much for your time. This has been Trinity. I am signing out.